This is Messages from the Universe with Lori Wondra of Your Life Core. Here, Lori delivers information from the Mastery Realms related to astrology, planetary influences, energy surges, and generally how we are evolving. She connects with angels, guides, ascended masters, astro beings, and those that come forward with messages to help us on our journey. Welcome everyone to Messages from the Universe podcast. Hello, this is Lori Wantra and thank you for listening. Today I want to talk about burnout, overwhelm, stress. And let me start by sharing a story. A number of years ago, in some ways, I would look at it as a typical morning, a typical breakfast meeting. The waitress was pleasant. The eggs were average. The restaurant was full of busy people. Lots of people meeting that morning for business meetings. I sipped on my tea as I waited, observing this new client as he walked towards me. I noticed his eyes scanned the room. His energy field wavered as he walked towards me. I noticed that the right side of his energy field was incredibly off, almost non-existent, flattened, and then it would flare up. I couldn't see the imbalance in his pace, but I could certainly see it in his aura and the flatness of this aura field. It had a gray tinge to it. His etheric field had holes, and in some places it appeared to be totally missing. His emotional field also was gray, flat and didn't move to the same outline of his physical body. And in this restaurant of busy voices and busy energy, nothing impacted him. He was disconnected. His mental aura looked like a tornado, and I found myself smiling at him as he reached the table. I already knew where this conversation was going and what his goals might be centered around. The waitress brought him coffee, and as he made small talk about the weather traffic, getting his kids off to school that morning, I noticed his trembling hands as he picked up his coffee cup. This was not nervousness, but a sign of stress, overwhelm, and even burnout. I noticed shifts in his energy as he spoke about traffic versus his kids. When he spoke about work, deadlines, due dates, projects ahead, there was a light in his aura that I picked up, but it was buried behind all this grayness of stress, but it was there. A reminder that the light burns bright in all of us, though sometimes covered with the energy of the day's stress. He wanted to know if I could help him, help him find his light again. I picked up my fork and explained that as long as I used this fork for eating, the fork would last indefinitely. However, if I began to use it to drive nails or dig trenches, it would soon break. It also was not designed to hammer nails, brush my hair, or rake leaves. The key was to use it for what it was designed to do to honor its original purpose, to understand its limitations and the value it had. He understood my message, and I finished with saying, people are like this fork. When they do what they are not designed to do, they break, or they're not efficient in accomplishing what they're trying to do. He shared that he had recently taken a career assessment, and it showed that he was designed to work on projects where there was a very defined goal He derived immense satisfaction from reaching those goals and knowing he had completed something. He needed to have plans, steps along the way towards that plan, and then completion. He also needed to work by himself about half the time. He excelled in quietness and found that he could hold his thoughts and have greater success when he was in quiet. He was a technology scientist and enjoyed lab time. 
doing calculations, experimenting, interpreting the test results, the deep scientific stuff that sort of became his playground. But with his present job, it required none of that. His primary role was to supervise a dozen people, maintain operations. He needed to make sure they were all doing their jobs and watch for anything and everything that might fall behind. He had no goals, no projects, no time alone. He was responsible for everybody else's time. He was responsible for the behaviors or non-behaviors of others. And consequently, his job was sucking the life out of him. He was making great income and he knew deep down this job was not the fit for him. He could do the job. He needed the money, but in reality, it was destroying him. Day by day, he could feel the life drain away, waiting for the end of the day and then waiting for the week to end, oftentimes using the weekend to recover, yet finding that by Sunday night, he wasn't able to go to sleep. He didn't want the morning to come. He dreaded the drive into work, the walk of drudge to his desk. He couldn't remember feeling this way before and asked what was wrong with him that he couldn't snap out of it. Was it the planets? Was he in some sort of transformation he just couldn't see? Was he sick? No, he was burned out. He was overwhelmed and he was in the wrong place. His light was being totally extinguished and it was dim, but it was still there. And in this overwhelming state and the stress of not being where he was meant to be and feeling guilty that he should just go to work work and not complain. It was a good job. It paid him well. He looked at me and asked again, what was wrong with him? And I said, there's nothing wrong with you other than you're burned out, maybe bordering on a different sort of exhaustion or PTSD. I asked if he believed he was in the right job. And his response was, but I make good money. That didn't answer my question. So I asked again, are you happy in your job? And he said, no but I can't tell anyone. I acknowledged what he just said. I smiled at him, and then I reminded him that he had just told me. And since the universe was listening, he had also just provided this information to the universe, and in that, providing the perfect space to explore what was going on and the possibilities to navigate through this and the universe with its higher self-providing insight. I also reminded him that his flame was still there, burning. He just wasn't feeling its strength. So how might you know if you or a loved one or your employees are suffering from burnout, from overwhelm, from stress? There are early warning signs, chronic fatigue, exhaustion, tiredness, a sense of being physically run down, anger sometimes at anybody that might be asking a question or making demands, snapping at anyone that might ask a simple question, self-criticism for putting up with any demands. Cynicism, negativity, and irritability, a sense of being besieged, exploding easily at seemingly inconsequential things, sometimes frequent headaches, gastrointestinal disturbances, weight loss or weight gain, sleeplessness, depression, shortness of breath, suspiciousness, feeling of helplessness, increased degree of risk taking, and maybe even other health issues. Now I'm curious. As I've just gone through this list of symptoms or possible symptoms, I'm wondering if any of you listening have said, hey, that's me, or questioned, are these signs similar to things I've been experiencing? Some of these signs are the same or similar to signs we might be experiencing during 
transmutation of energy, or when we're bombarded by codes and keys of new programs coming into our systems. Well, yes, that would be true too. But at different times where we experience change, we can experience any of these for a long duration of time. In either case, it pushes us to make changes. If the symptoms do not go away after a period of time, or you have tried different things to regain your light, anytime we experience an offness in our energy field, it's going to require us to become a detective, to look at what's going on, to ask those questions. Is there something going on in my physical body? Is it something going on with my emotional or my mental field? Or is it a combination of one or all of those things? Emotionally or mentally strained, it's impacting our physical body. So back to my use of the fourth example. Are you using your body, your emotions, or even your mental practices, processes, and beliefs in a way that you're designed for? Or are you doing something that you're not aligned to? We will get many opportunities in life to align. The universe continues to push us into alignment. And the strength of our human drive is to go after the things that we think we want, but that's not always what we're supposed to be doing. We'll get the list of symptoms that might include chronic fatigue, exhaustion, tiredness, anger, frustration with others. We might even feel negative or experience less joy. We might even begin to feel helpless. This is when you reach out. You reach out to the universe asking for help, help to navigate whatever it is you're experiencing, help to bring support, answers, and assistance. You might even ask for energy and then be ready. Please don't ask for all those things and then don't believe you can't do it. The universe will come charging at you with opportunities to shift, but you have to be open for it. Knowing the shift might be a difficult step to take, but on the outside or when complete, you will be aligned. The universe will purposely help to get you aligned. You might be listening to this and be thinking, okay, she makes it sound so easy. No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just asking that you be open and willing to take steps that the universe is bringing to you, to trust that the universe is there to help you. Most of you have numerous lifetimes where you've learned to survive. You've learned to run on a half-empty tank because there were no other options. But in this lifetime, there's options. There's choices and solutions and different ways to do things. And you are a higher vibration than you also were in a previous lifetime. So there's parts of you that know deep down you can ask for help, that there are solutions now in this lifetime you didn't have access to in previous lifetimes. Are you wondering about the story of the gentleman with the gray out-of-balance energy that I met for breakfast and what his story is or how it's changed? Well, first of all, let me explain that offness that I saw on the right side of his energy field. The right side of the body is the masculine energy field and the left side is the feminine. So when I saw this grayness on the right side and the flatness, I knew that he was overwhelmed. He had no energy to drive, to organize, to orchestrate to lead. But now he was brave. He asked for help. He was scared and he admitted he was scared, nervous, but he also realized he did not want another year of feeling as he was feeling at that moment. The universe was pushing him to make the needed changes. He just didn't know where to begin. So I suggested he asked for help. And that started with 
who was around him that would be qualified to help him. He knew that he needed this job. He knew what he was presently doing was not fulfilling for him. Those are things that he knew. It was a great company. He knew that. But the job itself wasn't for him. He felt he was not doing his best work. Somehow someone else could maybe fill that spot better. So he began to doubt himself. He wanted to make a change before the universe made a change for him. Either him losing his job, him experiencing a health issue, or something else. So he talked to his boss. He knew he was a good employee. In this situation, his boss was able to make some organizational changes that would match his skills, his desire, and just be a better fit for him. His boss saw the value in what this employee was sharing and knew that happy and fulfilled employees in the right position are better for everyone. Those changes didn't happen overnight. I continued to meet with this man to coach him through this transition, but the difference was now he had a goal. He knew people were listening to him. He knew he'd get there, and the shift was going to be a positive shift. As humans, we want to be heard, but oftentimes we feel we have to have all the details and the solution all worked out in our head before we even start talking. But sometimes we just need another human to be our sounding board, to listen, to acknowledge, to be in our vibration, whether that vibration is dull or vibrant. We need someone to speak the truth so we can feel comfortable to speak the truth back. We need to feel heard and loved. This makes us feel supported and strong to ask for and make changes. But then we have to be willing to change. We have to have desire, wisdom, and courage, but most important, we have to have the desire and willingness to change, to move forward and not step backward when we might feel fear of the unknown, of what is ahead. Our birthright is freedom and creation and understanding the magnificence in our vibrational beauty, to see ourselves in this light and honor ourselves to hear the soul, our humanness, and honor what it needs. As much as we want others to hear us, we oftentimes don't hear ourselves. How can we expect others to honor that which is within us if we do not do it ourselves? It is through our acceptance of ourself and gratitude of our humanness that we can find the strength and light within. The understanding that our fire can feel dimmed, but it's never out. We are designed to burn bright and to help others burn their brightest. I met with this client again a while back and asked him where he was in life. And he said, learning, walking, and learning that fear is the worst shoes anyone can ever wear. He shared that when he learned that taking the first step only made the next step come easier. And with each step, it grew easier and he grew stronger. He shared that he learned he didn't walk alone that he just needed to ask. He needed people to give him a hand, but he also had to learn to hold out his hand to meet others in the middle. He learned that sometimes those hands would push or pull. Sometimes he had to push or pull himself also. He learned that saying yes to change was usually easier than saying yes to sameness, and that his spirit gained confidence in knowing He could ask for what he wanted, and the worst that could happen was someone might say no, but it didn't mean he couldn't ask again. I leaned back in my chair, and he asked me why I was smiling, and of course, his aura 
He lit up. It was bright. It was whole. It was pulsing. Gone was the gray energy cloud shrouding his energy field. I could only see excitement in his eyes, trust in his self. But his aura was vibrating with energy, healthy. He was well on his way to feeling fulfilled. I reminded him of what I saw in his energy field when I first met him. I asked him if he remembered the test that he had taken that helped him put words into how he worked best. The test that told him he worked best when he had projects and to find goals and then reaching those goals of needing to have a plan and steps to the plans so he could make progress and then celebrate the completion of those steps along the way. I reminded him that truly he was a technology scientist and the test and he shared he enjoyed lab time doing calculations and experiments and the trial and error and then interpreting the test results, being analytical yet having the freedom to question the tests and the results of his experiments. But because when I first saw him, his energy field was so gray, especially on the right side of his physical body, it told me he was struggling even to keep his energy field upright. There was no energy left within him to be planning, to be working towards the plan, to direct a project. His natural skills were shadowed and covered. And where we have natural gifts and skills and desires, well, those things need breathing space because those are the things that continue to feed our energy source. So when I first met him, his true gifts and skills were starved, and I could see it in his energy field. This is a lifetime where we are all learning about the power of our energy fields. We are learning about energy. We're learning of what and when and why we may tolerate low energy, and what and when and how to elevate our energy. We're learning we have choices, even if it is in our attitude or in our daily practices. We have choices in how we direct and use our energy, how we can spin out of the spiral downward into the spin to the energy spiral moving upward. We have choices in igniting our light and sharing it with others or not sharing it. And the universe is challenging us to discover more about our energy our choices, and certainly our light. I'm Lori Wondra. Love and blessings to all of you. Shine bright. Thank you for listening to Messages from the Universe podcast with Lori Wondra of Your Life Core. For current events or to schedule a private session with Lori, please visit yourlifecore.com.